0: Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Number Four, Part One. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Slack, discussions, questions, and answers, and a place to talk tech with your friends. The Mac Voices Slack is available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up at patreon.com/slash/macvoices and join in. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the Talk of the Apple Community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's hard to believe already we are up to gift guide number four for the holidays. There have been a lot of gifts already picked. Um, That's sort of the interesting thing about this. The farther along we go in the gift guide numbers, at least in theory, the more difficult uh, things get. But I think our panel tonight is up for it. And I have an idea that they're going to cost me money because they usually do. I'm going to take my screen, as I always do. We'll introduce who's here, and then we'll get to it. Um, first up, Video Wizard, Wally Cherwinsky. Wally, it's great to see you.
1: Hi, Chuck. Great to see you. Seeing all my colleagues on screen. Hi.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is this is always – these are some of the most fun shows of the year. I always enjoy it because we get to uh, to mix things up a little bit with different folks.
1: Well, the other thing that happens is the farther along you go and the more shows you have, the higher the credit card bill gets. So we'll see what we can uh, see if we can put a dent in it this time for you, Sean. Oh, good. Thank you, Wally. I appreciate it. My pleasure. <laughs> Joining us from across the pond,
0: Mr. Bart Bouchot. Bart, it's great to see you. Thanks for being here. As always, we
2: seem to make this an annual event. It's part of my Christmas tradition, Chuck. It, it's just not festive season if I don't get to talk to you and spend your money. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm happy I can help, Bart. <laughs> yeah, oh. you
2: do also cost me money, in fairness. But yeah, no, it's I, I love this. It's it's, a, it's an annual tradition. So thank you for having me. Oh, it's always fun. New to the gift guide this year,
0: but you probably know him as a member of the Mac Voices Live panel, Mr. Brian Flanagan Arthur's. Brian, welcome to the fray. <laughs>
3: Oh, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I've enjoyed for so many years on the other side of the counter and enjoying the holiday gift guide shows, uh, reading about it in the uh, Mac Voices magazine, and it's so awesome to be able to share a couple thoughts with the group. So, so glad to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: It's, 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 always a, it's absolutely a pleasure whenever you get to show up here for the live show or for this.
3: Thank you.
0: If it's okay with you, we'll just keep the order and so go around four times. And Wally, that sets you up for the first uh, the first pick of this gift guide.
1: All right. Let's see what I can do. <clears throat> um, This year, I, a couple of stocking stuffers this year, and um, my theme is going to be travel accessories for people who are getting back into the travel swing after COVID, et cetera. So when I travel these days, I bring, let's see, two iPhones – an iPad mini, an Apple Watch, a MacBook Air, wireless headset, portable battery pack. I think you get the idea. So all of these things need charging and at least four of them probably overnight. So I find that hotel rooms don't always give you outlets in the most convenient places or they don't give you as many outlets as you actually need. So here is one solution. I have found one of these. This is an extension cord, which actually wraps around itself and plugs back in to make itself smaller. The good thing is it comes with USB ports. There's two USB-A and two USB-C, plus you get four regular electrical outlets and an extension cord. This one happens to be three feet long, but you can get them much shorter and much longer. This one was about the right length for me. So what I liked about that is it's really compact. You can put it in your carry-on bag and take it with you. You don't have to bring all of those um, charger blocks that normally come with your phone or your iPad or your other accessories you just bring the cables. So you're saving a little bit of space. And finally, if you go on a cruise, for example, it has no circuit breaker. So that's a game changer because uh, if you have an extension cord with a circuit breaker on a cruise ship, that could be a fire hazard and they don't allow them. So it is cruise ship safe. Um, Anyway, bottom line, this one, I was really happy with it. And I must say, I'm not saying it's necessarily the best one you'll ever find, but it had all the factors that I was looking for. Um, So really, it's the idea of a multifunctional extension cord to help you in your travel that I think I would like to propose for a stocking stuffer or a gift for someone who's going to be traveling.
0: I love it, Wally, and I never even thought about something being cruise ship safe. It makes a lot of sense. I just never thought about it.
1: Well, the first time I went on a cruise, they gave us a, a list of things to do and not to do. And one of those things was, do not bring an extension cord with a circuit breaker. And I thought, that's funny. Why is that? I dutifully did not bring one, but... I found out later why. And it's really interesting because I guess the electrical circuitry on a cruise ship is a little bit different from normal. And sometimes those breakers just don't break. So you could have a short circuit and a fire very easily.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Nice yeah. job. Okay. So the good news uh, is anyway, that
1: think- it's, it's inexpensive too. I should say it's less than 20 bucks. So yeah. won't break the bank. Sorry. Well, no,
0: actually, that's 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 good because I I have a variation of something like that, um, and since I don't, I'm not on a cruise ship, it doesn't matter um, if if I have something cruise ship safe. So, but but yes, I, I wholeheartedly endorse that concept. It's a great concept.
2: It looks like All a right. really nice piece of design as well. Just you know the way it sort of hangs together. Yeah. Well,
1: I like the fact that the cord wraps around itself and then plugs back in. So it makes it smaller. And and I have in the past traveled with all of those individual little bricks and then put them all together in this great big agglomeration. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so you can do away with all of that and just plug everything into one source and you're you're good to go.
0: Okay, so we got a good one out, out of the gate. Bart, are you gonna cost us, me, money first off, or can I overlook this one?
2: How much? How much do you like your Apple watch and oh, how I've... fond are you of changing Apple watch bands
0: i because I own exact I own exactly three bands
2: I'm not gonna cost you much money then so <laughs> I have a slightly different problem <laughs> so and actually uh, today's the first outing of my Christmas band for the year it's my Mickey Mouse band uh, Mickey Mouse with a Christmas present anyway that's not my pick though so I have a ter- I don't have good taste in clothes, although I am wearing my Ted Lasso best for you today. What do you think? Um, I like it. Mostly I wear really boring clothes, and the only bit of fashion I do is my watch strap. So at last count, I owned 38 of them. And yeah, I know. It, they haven't changed it since they introduced the first watch, so I've been building up my collection slowly, but it has gotten quite large. Um, and so I need somewhere to store them. And the good people at 12 South have finally solved the problem with a a thing they're calling their time porter. It's a thing you mount on your wall and the watches just slip into it. And they're just hanging there so you can see them and you can, you know, pick which one you want in the morning and pull it off. They can be slotted together to make a long hanger or you can stack them on top of each other. So I've sent you a photo to include in the video, Chuck. This is what I ordered my first four. There is now one above that and one below that. I now have six of them, and now there's enough room for all of my straps, including this year's batch of Christmas straps, because I did buy myself three more this Christmas.
0: No, so wait, Anna, I, I, I haven't seen the photo, but I want to make sure I understand this. So you have four of these borders?
2: Yeah, I, with six of them now. So the photo has four six, of them. You'll see. Six of them now. Okay. I, I have a lot of straps, right? So, yeah. And in the morning, I just open... So they're on the inside door of my closet. So in the morning, I open the closet. I choose my boring clothes, and I choose my exciting watch straps.
0: <laughs> okay. Smart. <laughs> um, how did
1: this start? <laughs>
0: Very slowly. When did you <laughs> <your> <laughs>
2: second
1: <laughs> and third band and discovered that you were addicted.
2: How did that start? I think I went about three years with just like two bands, but then yeah. I'd realized that, oh, well that's, a, you know, I wanted a pride band and then I wanted a product red band. And then I wanted uh, the uh, black history month one. And then I figured, well, I'd like one that doesn't feel horrible when it gets rained on. And then I'd like, yeah, yeah. Then, it, then, then I got a real job and could afford it. And then it all went to hell in a handcart. <laughs>
0: uh, so. So, in other words, you have a, a watch band problem, is what you're saying.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you can have a, you could admire them all, but, you know, some, if, if you're wearing green, you can't be wearing an orange Apple watch band. That'd look terrible. And if you're wearing navy blue, you can't wear black. I mean, that'd be awful. So, you know, think about these things. Okay. Do you okay. have a Richmond Greyhounds watch band? I don't No, I was only, it took me an awful lot of effort to get myself this, uh, this jersey because they don't sell them outside of America. So this jersey ended up costing me about a month's worth of effort and a hundred dollars to get it to Ireland. Oh, wow. But uh, I really wanted my Ted Lasso jersey.
0: No. Yeah. Wally is trying to be an
2: enabler. That's not good. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> now, the nice thing, right? So these time porters are 30 bucks. Um, which is not bad at all. I'm trying to remember if that was for a pack of two. I think they come in packs of two, actually. So I think that's 30 bucks for two of them. Um, so they're really nice. They they work really well. I don't know by what black magic they hold the Apple Watch strap in place, but they work effortlessly. You just mm-hmm. push the watch in and it stays, and you pull it out with a, no effort at all. It's whatever way they've engineered it. I mean, look, they're 12 South. They do amazing stuff, but they've, they've nailed this one. So... um very, very fond. And uh, as soon as my darling beloved, saw so my set up, there were another, there were more of them ordered. So in total, 12 South have made quite a bit of money from us with our Apple Watch strap problem.
0: So, yeah, I, I mean, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. 12 South always makes great stuff. In fact... Uh, as we record this i'm afraid that it probably won't be happening af- as as you listen to it but as we record this they're having a pretty significant sale on some things and i've got my eye on a few of their products too so you you're you're now you're enabling me bart thank you
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, you won't need many for your three straps because you wanted the straps on so you only need no two.
0: <laughs> yeah but it's all their other products that are the problem
2: mm, okay uh fair
0: Brian, this is your first pick of, uh, of your gift guide career. What are
3: you going to give to us? Oh my gosh. It's so much pressure. Um, you know, <laughs> when I'm thinking about these gifts, um, in, over this past few months, uh, I'm, a couple of members of my family are actually jumping into Apple and iPhones for the first time. And that really inspired me to consider a couple of the picks that uh, I'm going to offer. And, um, for a, a pers- for a couple people who've used Android products for well over a decade, and um, now that they have iPhones, what are some things that would be very, very valuable to them? And so the very first thing that I was thinking of in the way that they commute and travel a lot are an old standby that's been around for a few years, but just the general Apple AirTags, uh, being able to know where their, their products are, to be able to... Um, you know, give a bunch of, of ideas, you know, of using it on your keychains to your luggage, uh, backpacks, uh, briefcases, all sorts of things when you're going about uh, being able to know where your things are. And so, you know, I know it's a, it's a very tame pick, a very popular pick, but one that I think is valuable to people who are jumping into Apple for the first time, as well as, you know, just those ideas saying, you know, I could, maybe I could use another one, um to have as well so apple AirTags are my very first pick
0: i think that's a great pick because that is something can be that can be used by pretty much everyone for something whether it's your backpack your suitcase your car uh you know whatever stick an air tag in it or on it and you'll know where it is at all times so exactly I
2: like as an irish person umbrella The single most important air tag I have is in my umbrella, (laughs) Umbrella. because when I leave the house without it, my phone tells me, and that's a bloody good thing, Mm -hmm. or when I leave the office without it, that also tells me, it's like, you have left your umbrella behind, thank you. A, I don't want to lose my umbrella, and B, I'm about to need it, because I'm in Ireland, and that's what happens here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bart, it's funny. You know what? Um, I... I never even thought about the fact that I use my AirTags that way. It just sort of came with the territory that it it will remind me if I've left without certain critical pieces of gear, like my Honest. backpack or something, as opposed to like a, uh, a piece of luggage where you know you're trying to figure out if it went to Kathmandu without you. But um, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the idea that yeah, it you're right. That's that's one of those use cases that I'm, I'm using and not even realizing.
1: Hmm. Okay. You know, Chuck, I, I remember a couple of years ago, we uh, we mentioned AirTags on the gift guide, and we got into a little discussion on use cases. And we weren't all quite up to speed on what our true use case would be for AirTags. And I think, in the last couple of years, that's sort of taken care of itself because I found a <laughs> lot of uses for my air tags that I didn't think of before. So, very yeah. useful item.
0: Yeah. Interesting perspective, okay. Wally. Yeah. That it's become now part of our world. Um, I'm going to, some of my picks for this gift guide are going to be just eminently practical. Um, because I feel like there's some things also that repeat every year because they continue to deliver value for me every year, and I think everyone else should be checking them out and see if they'll add value for them. One of those is Backblaze. Backblaze is my solution to backup off-site. It works works flawlessly. It works in the background. It works seamlessly. I don't even know it's happening unless I bother to check the – the preference pane, and see that it is working. But on more than one occasion, I've had the need to go back, happily not to recover an entire drive or anything like that, but just a file that I did something with that I shouldn't have. And I can go to my backblaze backup and pull it back over. It is cheap insurance for everything. And the interesting thing in my mind is that it's not just for the the files you necessarily have on your internal drive, but if you plug a drive in and and, and let Back Backblaze back it up, as long as that drive is plugged in once every thirty days or so to do an update and recognize it, it will maintain that. So the backup space in, in Backblaze is not quite unlimited, but in almost a, a, a practical not limited. And of course, if you mis- make a mistake and don't plug it in in 30 days, then that that stuff gets automatically deleted from backblaze, and you have to start over. But just the the way they've structured it, the way they've priced it, it is really really cheap insurance. And so far, no matter what version of the OS I've I've had running, it never interf- never interferes with anything. So if you aren't don't have a, an off site backup solution. Backblaze is one you definitely need to check into.
3: You cannot overestimate uh, the importance
0: triple, of backing up.
2: Yeah. And also, Chuck, I mean, their, their, their backup piece, you know, backing up a computer product is amazing. And it's so simple, and you just turn it on and it works. But they also offer B2 storage, which is their equivalent of Amazon. of of, of, of Amazon storage, it's way cheaper. And I use that to back Mm. up all sorts of other things that are not my computer, my servers and stuff. It's just so cheap and a really cool thing. If you have a computer you're getting rid of, you can actually copy your backup from their cloud into their B2. So you have an archive of the old computer and then you can just get a new computer. And you know that your last backup is safe now in that cheap archive storage. And you're not, you know, cloning a drive and keeping the drive lying around forever. It's just from the cloud to the cloud. It just took a second for me to do. And, you know, now when I sell my old iMac, it's, you know, I, I know I have the files. They're safely in the cloud. And they're very competitively priced.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're you're right. I mean, I, I see B2 as a as a separate service. But I've I've never never heard of that particular use case, but it seems pretty obvious. So, so yeah. thank you, Bart. I think you cost me money. Well, uh, <laughs> you, you cost we, me money we, on my we, own pick. <laughs> Jeez, that's impressive. Over,
1: <laughs> yeah. We cannot overemphasize the value of backups. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I woke up one morning and came downstairs, sat at my computer, and discovered that – It had decided to install Sonoma overnight, and I didn't (laughs) want it to. There were a lot of things that weren't going to work well with Sonoma, and I didn't want it to, and unfortunately, there it was. So um, fortunately, I have several good backups, but it cost me a day of my time just to reinstall and go back to my previous... It was only a day old, my backup, so I was fine. But other than that, boy, without a backup, I would have not been very happy. Yeah,
2: because yeah, then that you can t- pave. It's not a good way to get back to where you were. That's more than a day you've lost there yep. by a long shot. Yep. Yeah. Actually, Chuck, if you're looking for another use case, if you want to spend more of your money, if you have a Synology disk station in the house for your local storage, you can connect the disk station to a mm. B2 bucket and have a backup of your backup. So then you have your three, two, one three copies, two media, one in the cloud, because your disk station is going up to B2.
0: We're going to move on to the next round before Bart costs <laughs> me <many> more money. While <laughs> <laughs> uh, we well, get me out of this, what do you have for round two?
1: <laughs> okay, let's try this. This is a wireless clip-on lavalier microphone. Why would it you looks want so one so cute. Of these? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want one of these? Well, it's great to have anytime you shoot video and you want the cleanest audio to go with it. So um, say you want to record a social media post, maybe a travel video clip while you're walking, or you want to do an interview with someone in a really noisy environment, particularly if you're not very close to them. Well, this thing will do the job. It comes in a small case. It's very small. It's very light. It's easy to bring along in your carry-on bag. And what you do is you clip it on to you or your subject right on the fabric. And then there's a second part, which is the receiver. So this is the transmitter. That's the receiver this has a lightning connector, which you plug into your phone. They also come with USB-C connectors. Then you just pair the two devices, the transmitter and the receiver over Bluetooth, and you're good to go. Now, these things claim to have eight hours of battery life and about a range of about 65 feet. Well, I haven't tested it quite to that limit, but I have used the rig both uh, personally and for professional reasons, and it's been fantastic. It's just small. It's inexpensive. It costs about less than $40. It's easy to take with you, and it gives you really good quality results.
0: What kind of battery life, uh, Wally? I have to ask that.
1: Battery life, uh, they claim eight hours. I have never used it for eight hours. But um, you just charge this thing. It gives you two of them actually, two of them come in this case along with the oh. receiver. So you just charge it. And once it's charged, apparently it'll go for eight hours if you want it to.
2: So can you use the two mics together?
1: Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh wow! Um, the longest I've used it for maybe three hours off and on. So should have plenty of juice left after that.
2: Mm. I don't have eight hours of juice, so that's not the problem. <laughs> It'll outlast me. <laughs> A very good point, Bart. I think we're we're all in that
1: situation. So yeah.
0: So so Bart, you can cool. put more, put one of these on when you're out cycling in the rain and just dictate away and, and document your whole uh, your whole trip.
2: I'm cold. I'm still cold. I'm still cold.
0: Oh, that that's great, Wally. That's Got to look into that a little more.
1: Yeah. Okay, Bart,
0: did you,
2: say, did you say the price, Wally? Oh, uh,
1: less than forty dollars US.
2: Oh wow, that's very oh, that's very, a great very, deal. Very
1: yeah, I I I log into the Canadian Amazon store and I see the price in Canadian dollars, and then I get the link for Chuck, and it's on the US store, so I've got to do this conversion in my <laughs> head. So it's less than
2: forty dollars US. That's very nice. Very reasonable. Very
0: reasonable. (laughs) Okay, Bart. (laughs) Now what? So
2: while I'm out on my bike, because I do like to, every year I like to have something cycling related. So one of the issues I have had over the years with my Apple watches is that they're very, they're, the heart rate monitor fails me on the bike regularly. I presume because it's getting rained on. You know, you're on the handlebars, it's vibrating, your wrist is twisted up. It's not really in the best position. So I finally invested in an external heart rate monitor. So you may have noticed earlier, I have an extra thing on my arm. So this is the Wahoo Tracker Fit. They've left out some of the vowels. Sorry, ticker, T-I-C-K-O-R without the E, fit. It uses all the standard Bluetooth APIs. So you don't need an app. You just turn it on. You go to the Bluetooth in your phone and you just say connect and it will connect. It shows up under health devices. And as soon as you do that, the blinking green light on the back of your Apple Watch goes out. It hands over to the external one. Mm-hmm. And instead of taking a heart rate measurement every minute or every three or four minutes, if you're, you know, if you're in the hiking mode, your Apple Watch takes them very infrequently. It takes your heart rate about every second or two. And while you're cycling or doing any other workout, you can literally watch your heart rate move in real time. It is amazingly quick. So if you go up a hill, you can just watch it go, you know, 110, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I have never seen a blank reading since I've started using this thing for exercising. It claims 30 hours of battery life on a charge. It comes with its own. It's got a USB plug on one end, and it's a sort of a very weird magnetic thingy that connects to the device itself. So I just have them sitting next to the bike and I just plug it in. It says 30 hours. I do two hours a day. So I charge it once a week. Lots and lots and lots of spare. You could go hiking for a full day. You could go hiking for a full weekend. It's, it yes, yeah, kind of impressive. It's extremely lightweight. You forget you're wearing it after a while. I have found myself sitting down to dinner and going, Oh, look, I probably need to charge it now. Uh, But it's, yeah, it's just, I've had it now for a couple of months. It is completely rock solid. It is 80 euro, just to throw into our currency confusion here between different (laughs) dollars and everything else. I am now throwing some euro at you. It's 80 euro. And as I say, it does all the standard Bluetooth stuff, so you don't need an app. And it also claims to do gym kit. I don't have anything gym kit related, so I don't know. But apparently you should be able to use it in the gym with anything that will work with gym kit, And uh, it'll also work with your Apple TV because it's all the standard Bluetooth protocols. So if you're doing the workouts and stuff on the Apple TV, you could use this heart rate monitor as well. Um, so yeah, I'm extremely happy. I put it off for years because I assumed an external heart rate monitor would involve faffing about. It absolutely yeah. doesn't. This thing has one button. You press and hold it till it goes blue, and then it's ready for Bluetooth. You press and hold it again till it goes red, then it's off. That's it. <laughs> that is the sum total of the user interface on this device. It just works. It surprised yeah. the heck out of me, and I am extremely happy with it. Hmm.
1: So you can get you- a real-time readout. Can, can you also export some of your data?
2: Well, it's all in Apple Health, right? So whatever whatever you're oh, normally first, doing to track your work, you're working, yeah, 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 taking well. this data, yeah. And if you install the app, you can skip the Apple Health bit and you can use its own app. Right. But I, right. I trust Apple more than I trust some company called Wahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point.
0: Uh, Barn, I'm curious, though, have you, uh, have you talked to your doctor? Uh, a serious question. Have you talked to your doctor about this as uh, you know a supplement to just the information you can give him other than just, hey, I feel fine and I exercise? Yes.
2: Oh, no, absolutely, Chuck, because my Apple Health is one of the things I do share with my doctor, because as well as my heart rate monitor, I actually have a whole bunch of stuff from Withings, including a blood pressure cuff and stuff. And so that all gets collected together. And when I go to my doctor, I can just hand it over. And he has great fun scrolling through all of my various things, uh, because your blood pressure you take in the comfort of your own home is different to the blood pressure you take in the doctor's practice. Good different. Yep. I much prefer the numbers I get at home than the numbers I get in his surgery when <laughs> I've been cranky because I've been waiting for, you know, an hour when I had, you know, yeah. to somewhere else or whatever. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, yeah. And it's definitely, the, the Apple Health is great for that. And it's instead of him having a snapshot, he has a history. And he's way happier having a history. Uh, and I'm happier showing him a history. Yeah.
3: You know, much yeah. more realistic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, good. Nice, nice pick. Good suggestion, Bart. I I think that's a hint to the people who come after us. Heart rate monitor. Hmm, that might be a good one. <laughs> Very practical to have at home. I agree with you, Bart. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay, Brian, round two. All right, so round two, my next pick, uh, kind of going along that same theme uh, with my... Uh, Family that have been jumping into Apple products. And, you know, everybody has their own uh, uh, feeling of being comfortable to jump in to using Apple and the platform they may not be used to. And uh, a great resource to be able to share with family is a Mac stock. And the Mac stock uh, 7 Digital Pass is a phenomenal. group of so many amazing presentations of varied topics, uh, including those of of presenters who are jumping in uh, and switching uh, platforms themselves, going uh, and getting into Apple themselves. And so it really helps, I think, with that uh, feeling of being comfortable that other people have made this journey, other people are jumping in, and then looking at all the amazing things that you can do with Apple products um, that you may not get from watching um, you know, the presentations or maybe, or, you know, the Apple present, keynote presentation or may not see advertised in a 30-second snippet commercial on, on TV. Um, this allows for a, a real deep dive. And having it in a digital format, you can go back, rewatch it, uh, review different things, and try them yourself. Uh, as, a, as a person who went to MacStock and got to view this live, um, I, too, have gone in and looked at the digital um, pass and been able to review, you know, that weekend and all the great presenters. And uh, there's, you know, tips and tricks that you get along the way that you got there in person. But then when you, you, know, you go back after the weekend, you come back and you're trying to recall, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, this was a, a different trick or a different thing to try. And being able to review it as, as well, uh, even if you went in person, is extremely valuable. And it's uh, ninety seven dollars.
0: Yep. And for better or worse, uh, you'll see Wally in those in the digital passes. You'll see me in the digital passes. Um, we got to get Bart over across the pond to, to come to Mac stock sometime.
2: It's just Bart. You got to do it. At some stage, Chuck, when I when I'm at a point in my career when I can take a bit more of a break and stuff, yeah, I, I should come over because it does look like good fun. It,
0: it, it's always a lot of fun. And, and Brian makes a great point, though. There's, there's so many great presenters, and they're back to back to back to back. And so unless you're taking really great notes, which I try to, and I inevitably miss something, the ability to go back and, and revisit everything is, is huge. So mm-hmm. great pick. Great pick. Brian. Thank you. So for my second round, I would like to recommend an app. No, I'd like to recommend a couple uh, uh, over a hundred apps, um, and that is a subscription to Setapp. Setapp is arguably the best value in software you're going to find because for one, low relatively low subscription price, you have access to. It's I think I think it's like in the one hundred twenty range now, and these are not no name apps that nobody's ever heard of. With all due respect to the no-name apps that had just haven't gained notoriety, but Setup goes through and they curate the, some of the best of the best and give you access to them. They are always the current version. Um, you install the Setup application on your on your Mac, and then that's where you manage which ones you actually want to use, download, and use. And frankly, we could take up the rest of this gift guide and a, and the next one too if I told you every single app within the Setup program uh, that I use, because there's so many of them, and it's always the first place. If I I have a need for something, the first thing I'm going to do is go and see, gee, is it in Setup, or is there something in Setup that would accomplish that? And then if not, I'll go somewhere else. But, God, 90% of the time you're going to find something that will at least start to get you where you're trying to go. The other great thing about it is, that the way that they they compensate the the uh, the developers that it's a it's a very fair it's a usage model so the more you use a given app the more the developer gets of your share of the subscription so it's a it's kind of a win-win-win across the board and i have yet to hear there've been a couple apps that have stepped away from set app but i have yet to hear a developer complain about it it's just sometimes they they decide they're going to try a different business model but from the user perspective it's completely transparent and it is bulletproof so go check it out uh, i have links in the show notes as always with as i do with everything here but i can't just cannot recommend it enough and by the way yes it's a subscription don't hate me um but it's not a contract so if you try it for a month or two and decide that you don't like it you can cancel no problem it just means obviously that you use Lose the use of those apps, but a set app subscription usually is the price of one, maybe two of the apps that are in there. Um, if you were to actually buy it outright, and this way you have access to way over a hundred. So check it
2: out. And it's not oh, it, just a hundred random apps. They're quite picky. Like they, they, they don't. They tend to choose the best or the most Mac-like. Like they're all good, high-quality apps in that 120. Mm.
0: Yeah, you don't you, if it, as a developer you don't just say hey I want to be on set app set app has to approve you or or invite you or at least vet you to make sure that it is what it they you, they you want it to be and they want it to be so they're they're very careful about that
1: yeah if if you go to their website and you scroll through there is a list of all of the apps and you can scroll through the entire list And you will be amazed at how many good ones there are. And and in fact, if you look in your own applications folder, you will see many of those apps. And inevitably, on your own computer, many of your apps are going to be up for uh, new versions and upgrades. And that will cost you money. Well, some of those big ones will cost you Maybe even half of a set app subscription. So, as you're updating your own apps, think a little bit. Well, wait a minute. If I had a set app subscription, this update would be free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. it kind of pays for itself after a while. Yeah. Good absolutely.
0: value. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Great value. Great value. If we're headed for a, a global recession, this is the time to find value. Hmm. On that positive note, we'll go to round three. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. (laughs) This panel is back next time to finish up Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number four and give you even more great ideas for things you might like to give or get. I'm Chuck Joyner. I'll see you next time on Mac Voices. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine